Okay, it's not playing, yeah. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to HCG Body Talk on Blog Talk Radio, where we discuss how to achieve the health and body of your dreams one day at a time with HCG Body for Life. How to stay semper fit, fit for life. Please welcome your host, international HCG diet coach, author, and creator of HCG Body for Life, Colin F. Watson. HCG Body for Life, for the body of your life. Hey guys, this is Colin Watson calling, 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 coming from you live here in Hermosa Beach, California. It's a beautiful day. It's actually been the warmest we've ever been, at least this year, in Hermosa Beach for the last couple of weeks. We've actually had to break out the fan because, you know, in beach houses, uh, they don't give you air conditioning in most cases. So when we bought our house here, brand new construction, I think we had, that was, what, eight years ago, we had our first heat wave here, and I remember calling the agent really angry that our air conditioning wasn't working, it was just blowing out hot air, and he, he informed me that uh, all we had was heat and not air conditioning, <laughs> because at the beach house, you don't need air. So uh, I learned that lesson, but it's been very warm here, but it's been amazing, amazing beach weather here in August, now September, and I have a great guest, we have a great show for you uh, this evening, and I'm really excited about this particular show, because I have what I call, what I call my my most successful pupil or student, ACG Body for Life student, Miss Kimberly Landis or KJ Landis, as she likes to be called. And the reason why I have Kim as a guest, I've had the second time she's been on the show, is because she's not only, you know, walked the walk, she not only lives it, um, she has a passion for it. She's she's very similar to me as, as I am as far as researching and and always looking for a better way or a way to, to basically stay fit, stay lean, and use this protocol, the magic of this protocol, in the daily, in, you know, beyond it in the daily life and learning what other things we can do to actually keep slim, trim, and healthy. And and also I like the fact that you know she coaches with a very similar philosophy and she uses the tools that I've laid out there for people in the past, like my podcast and things like that, my YouTube videos. And so I like the fact that not only has she adopted our philosophy, but she's also put her own flair and spin on it and allowed it to blossom. And I like her passion and the fact that she's committed and she's extremely organized, which you guys will really love because she's going to break down some really cool tips. So welcome, Kim. How are you? Thank you. I'm super uh, great. It's Monday. Oh, it's Tuesday. Pardon? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. There's probably freaking people out right now because I've never had a show on Tuesday. Um, it's always been either Wednesday or Thursday. So this is this is definitely going to freak people out a little bit going, wait a minute, he has a show on Tuesday. But um, hopefully they have pretty good uh, – it looks like people are popping on the, on the line now. So like I said, it doesn't matter if it's just one person that gets this message. That's all we needed. That's all we needed to accomplish for the day. That's fine. So, Kim, I'm going to go ahead and um, – hand this over to you in two seconds while the lines start to fill up. Could put a little filler time here. Um, just give them a little bit more background. So uh, Kim, you know, came to me a couple of years ago now, and, and she was actually doing a protocol with a doctor. And correct me if I'm wrong, Kim, and she um, needed some coaching, some help. And and I said, call me, and we started chatting, and she asked me questions, and I gave her answers. And, and what made the, the difference is that Kim was one of those people that said, just tell me what to do, and I'll do it. And she did, and and uh, and we both were very 
happy with her results because she actually got results and really kind of not only transformed her body, but she didn't she continue to transform her body after that initial uh, coaching session. So she got down to a goal. But then next, next thing I know, I looked at her, you know, she had sent me pictures like, you know, I don't know, was it three months later or six months later, and she was even thinner and trimmer and leaner. I'm like, dang, girl. <laughs> uh, so she, she, got it, she got it down. So it was like, you know what? I love the fact that she got the bug and that she got the message and the lesson that's in this protocol. So without further ado, I want to hand over the reins um, to Miss KJ Landis so she can share the magic with you. Go ahead, Kim. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. I want to share my magic because we have the opportunity to be in our lives. Um, after I did my initial HCG, I was on college show, and I called it HCG. Self-Discovery 1, and we're calling this HCG Self-Discovery 2 because here we are a year and a half later, and I'm still fit as a fiddle. And I want to share some spiritual things that I learned along the way, and then some technical things like food. And I'm going to start with the spiritual part because that will have a larger impact on you. I need you to love yourself more in order to make this work. For example, I don't want you to stay in the cheat seat. Carbs and sugar are the cheat seat. You deserve better. High-quality protein, high-quality vegetables are like a VIP ticket, and you get the opportunity to go backstage and meet the star, and you are the star. You need to fulfill yourself and feel like you are the star because you're the one who's going to do the work. So why not treat yourself amazingly, like a god or a goddess. I'm going to talk about refined carbs now because refined carbs are specifically designed and engineered to be addictive in the brain. Refined carbs are food-like products, crackers, cookies, chips, bread, cereals. This stimulates the serotonin and an endorphin response, and it's not your fault. It's a hard-wired addiction. It's not your fault that you're fat. We need tools to provoke these feel-good hormones, and there are other tools that we can turn to. You don't have to have refined carbs and sugars. Lucky for us, we have HCG Body for Life and Colin F. Watson's assistance to reset your brain and your hypothalamus gland. I'm not saying that people who are overweight or ill have been have not been extremely disciplined. You have been disciplined. You have been successful short-term. What I'm talking about is long-term. Hey, and Kim. the long-term standards, yes? Hey, before you – I'm sorry to interrupt you, but, I, you know, I just remembered something. I want people to kind of get to – because if they haven't heard your self-discovery one, I want them to kind of get to know you now for the first time. Colin, will you share your story with them just a little bit and then get back to your lessons of love? I just want them – yeah, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking, you know what, they, they need to hear your story a little bit. Do you mind? I'm sorry. No, oh, I don't mind <laughs> at all. I'm sorry for interrupting your flow, but I thought, you know, I, I might as well do it now versus wait till you get halfway into the show. So tell them a little bit about how you got to this journey and what happened to you so they can kind of get a backstory a little bit. Okay. I yeah. was modeling most of my adult life. After that, I decided when I was 35, I want to have kids. So you can't think about not eating and being thin all the time. You have to eat. You have to get 10 months fat, 10 months thin. After that, I had another child. Then I started working in a restaurant in a hotel, 
fancy, fancy, beautiful, delicious, organic restaurant, but I didn't know how to stop eating once I started. And everything there was organic. So the French fries are organic. The bread and butter, organic. Everything that's bad for you, I mentally made a note was good for me. I gained 65 pounds in 50 years, in 15 years working there. And then I said, okay, I'm having a midlife crisis. I'm healthy. I ran marathons, but I was an overweight marathoner. And I said, I'm going to get a liposuction. My husband said to me, if you get a liposuction and you don't change your eating habits, you're going to blow up again. And he was right. So I decided to see what else the doctor had on her website besides the liposuction. I had already given her the down payment. And this thing called HCG kept popping up on her website. And I'm like, what the heck is that? Okay, so it's less expensive than a lipo. Let me look it up. I researched everything I could on the Internet, and Colin's name kept popping up. Colin F. Watson, Colin F. Watson, Colin F. Watson. Photos of him before and after. I'm like, who the heck is this, and why haven't I heard about this before? Because I am a very good um, researcher. I love it. Passionate for me. When I find something, I go to the nitty-gritty and the core. So I'm walking around Ross Dressed for Less a year and a half ago, and I'm walking in circles listening to Colin's very first podcast, which was May of 2010. And I keep walking around the same purse department over and over listening to his first show, and I ended up bawling. And I couldn't stop listening. So for seven weeks, I listened to every single podcast Colin had while I was preparing for my HCG through my local doctor. And I decided that Colin's assistance was way more effective and his shows were way more helpful and detailed and motivating and the process worked. So therefore, my doctor gave me the shots along with a three-page pamphlet no guidance. I said, here, do this, read this, good to go, see you next week. I was like, that's it? So any questions I had, I called Colin. He said, call me, I called him, why not? And he actually answered my calls, and I was flabbergasted. I was like, OMG, here's this amazing guidance right there at my fingertips. So I, I dialed 1-800-COLIN, <laughs> and I got the help that I needed. I lost 50 pounds in 60 days, and then I went on phase three successfully following Colin's guide, and then phase four, and he has pictures of me before and after, and then, yes, three months after that, I was lifting weights and started yoga and hot yoga and body resistance, and I got even more ripped and tiny, even though the weight was the same. You're transforming the muscles. And then I started doing more and more research because Colin had me on his show last summer, and he said, how do you define yourself now? And I said, I define myself as eating as though I am celiac and as though I am diabetic, but I'm not allergic to gluten, and I'm not diabetic. Later on, I learned through more research that this kind of eating is called paleo, caveman eating. Um, And basically, there's a lot of people out there who are, Um, having um, shows on iTunes that are also very successful and underground wellness is one of them. And and basically it means just eat real food. You know, we don't need the chemicals. We don't need the stuff that looks like food that's not really food. 
Right That's on. my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> anyway, I, I think it's, I mean, I, I love the fact that you said you were overweight marathoner. I mean, how crazy is that? And people don't get that that's, that's what this abnormal fat story is all about. That's what, that's what that means. When, you, when you're running marathons and you can't burn through, you know, 50 pounds of fat, there's a problem. So that's the miracle yeah. of ATG. Now, thank you for sharing your story. I just wanted people to connect with you because I think what you, you know, coming from a model's background, being a model for most of your life, and then being in a position where you can't lose weight, it's got to be a very frustrating and devastating place. And then for you to do it and find it and get success and now embrace that success, I just wanted them to have your backstory so, so the people out there will understand that you are coming from a place of authority. You're not just some skinny person that never had a weight problem, and, and you're just sharing your your your, your insights. <laughs> you struggled, and you got to where you had to get. You're getting to where you are right now to work and dedication. So I just wanted I didn't want to minimize that. So go back to your to your lessons, and I'll shut up. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it it is a lesson because everybody on this line and everybody who hears this has their own personal struggles. And a lot of times it's not just weight-related, it's life-related. And we all have these beautiful lessons to learn. What I'm going to talk about now is our long-term. People have been extremely disciplined and successful losing weight short-term. Long-term is different. Um, the standard American diet has duped us. I call it the SAD diet, S-A-D, S for standard, A for American, and D for diet. And it is very sad because... The American Medical Association and the FDA push the my plate, and it, all of it is non-food. It's starches, it's carbs, it's grains. All the grains in the United States, with a very few exceptions, are genetically modified. Yep. They're ugly, and they make us fat, ugly, and old eventually. You eat crap, and you're going to become that. You eat clean and pretty, and you will become that. So it's a very simple choice for me. I wanted to have self-care rather than health care. I don't want to pop a pill. I want to pop a spinach leaf. <laughs> so that's my emphasis. And and I am eating so much now. I am eating so much, but I don't eat grains and I don't eat sugar. I would say rarely. I would say 90% of the time I don't touch a grain and 90% of the time I don't eat sugar. And it's worked for me. Um, I, I want to talk about people who have children for a minute. There's a concept when they're at the store of it's not for me, it's for the kids. You want to set your children up for the same struggles that you had? I don't. I really don't. And my son this week, after a year and a half of watching me change my life, he told me, I want to go paleo, and he's 12. And my daughter's down to one-carb product every other day, but it's real food. So when you say it's not for me, it's for the kids, you're setting an example and then you're doing the opposite for your children. Maybe later on they may have a struggle with their weight and we don't want that to happen. So I'm saying do it for you and your kids. Right. So I'm going to give you some sugar substitutes that I like. I like xylitol. It comes from birch bark. And my favorite is Lakanto. Lakanto is L-A-K-A-N-T-O. It's available at Saraya Health in Canada, S-A-R-A-Y-A. It's a Japanese company that has crystallized a Chinese monk fruit. And it has no calories, and they use it for a variety of ailments in Asia. And it's expensive, but it's worth it. Because when you think about how much it costs 
for health care, it's worth it. If you think about how much it costs to go out and have dessert and cappuccino for a family of four, there's two months' worth of natural Lacanta sugar instead for the price of one cappuccino and cheesecake for four people in your family. So you have to think about your your balances. And neck track, they say that the makers of Splenda make neck track, N-E-C-T-R-E-S-S-E. It is not Lakanto. They add cornstarch to the Lahang gown. Cornstarch is genetically modified. So I would suggest not getting neck track. Right. All right. Let's do another tip, probiotics. Probiotics help your digestion. It helps you burn fat. It's good for circulation. It's in your apple cider vinegar that you do shots of or that you use for salads. It's in raw sauerkraut, and it's in raw milk. Um, speaking about raw milk, I have moved on to raw dairy products in our family, and raw milk cheeses and raw milk and raw cream and raw butter, that means they're not pasteurized. You can get them in certain stores in the state of California. They're very expensive, but they're very easy to find now, and also Trader Joe's makes raw milk cheeses that are like $2.99 a pound. So if you're allergic to dairy, you will not have a reaction to raw milk or raw dairy products because the lactate enzyme doesn't turn to lactose. Human beings are not lactose, lactase intolerant. They're lactose intolerant. If they were lactase intolerant, then people wouldn't be able to milk on their mother and nurse because women are lactating. They're not lactosing. Very true. I like that. Yeah. Um, I sent Colin an email about MSG. Oh, yeah. And there are a load of other names for MSG, and if you just go online and Google, you will see all the sneaky names for them that they put in your food products. Processed food industry. Post that right now. Yeah. I'm going to post that photo you sent me on Facebook. Oh, beautiful. Okay. The processed food industry is specifically manufactured to keep you malnourished. Why? So you eat more. You're not going to be nutritionally satiated. So you keep on buying more, or you keep on eating more, you keep on craving more. The foods in boxes are scientifically created to cause that serotonin release, and the food is bland on purpose so that you don't get satisfied. But you do get a high from the sugars or the grains, and sugar addiction is similar to a cocaine addiction. So we don't want to mindlessly eat and eat and eat. Furthermore, glucose and carbs feed cancer, and it feeds Alzheimer's. And these are all you can Google this. This is I, I've done a year and a half worth of research, and I'm passionate about eating real food. Vegetables and fruits, not fruits and veggies. Let's do it in that order because there's more sugar in fruits than veggies. And if you fill up on enough veggies, you won't have room for fruit. I'm not saying don't eat fruit but enjoy your vegetables more. Also, I'm learning about smoked trout in a can, cold smoked fishes like sockeye salmon. You can eat a lot of those and you won't gain weight. There are tons of oils. This is all after phase four. Once you've completed your weight loss with HCG Body for Life, once you've completed the protocol that Colin has prescribed for us, and done that entire process exactly as he has told us to, then you can move on to adding nut oils, seed oils, 
and healthy vegetable oils. I'm not talking about canola, soy, or corn oil. Those are all highly processed. MCT oil is medium-chain triglyceride oil. It's found on its own from now food. It's found at the regular grocery store, at health food stores. Coconut oil is my number one favorite, and there's a whole book called The Everything Coconut Diet Cookbook. And it's not about dieting to lose weight. It's about how to add coconut to your diet and all the things that it helps with. I get these out of the library, a lot of these books. If you eat the nut oils, if you eat nuts, please have it raw. When you roast them, you change the oil. So it becomes extremely healthful and healthy for you if it's raw. If it's roasted, not so much. Have it in small quantities. Now I'm going to talk about coffee. I love coffee. I know Colin loves coffee. There is a coffee called Bulletproof Coffee. And what it is exactly is it's an upgraded style of coffee. And what that means is there are four things that the coffee has to have in order for it to be mold-free. There are molds on a lot of coffees that you don't see, even expensive coffee, like Starbucks and Pete's by the pound. You're spending $12, $13, $14 a pound. And there are invisible molds which cause us to have the caffeine high and then the crash. You want mold-free coffee. The mold's invisible. You have to talk to your Whole Foods. You have to talk to the coffee specialist in there or your local coffee um, shop that you enjoy where people roast their own. And bulletproof coffee or upgraded coffee that's mold-free will be washed with water, called water processed and water washed. It will be Central or South American, and it will be one plantation only. And then you can have it roasted, light, medium, or dark. It doesn't matter. But if you like coffee and the coffee oils do give you energy and the good coffee oils burn fat in your body, you won't suffer from the crash later. And I know that Colin likes Wulong tea, which is an oolong tea. There is a tea that I've discovered in Chinatown, San Francisco, called Poo Air Tea, P-U-E-R-H. It is a fermented Wulong tea. They put it in the ground for six months up to 60 years, and it burns fat. And I've, I've been to Chinatown to the little tea houses and interrogated the men and women who take it, and they say that that's how the Asians stay thin and slim and healthy and active and working in the fields until they're in their 80s. In fact, the gentleman that owns the little tea shop that I go to, he told me that he drinks cool air tea every day, and then he jumps into the San Francisco Bay and swims for six miles. He's 83. Then he goes jogging for six miles, and then he goes to work in Chinatown. So he's living proof. Amen. I like that. Now this is something that you can do while on your while on HCG to make your your beverages more interesting. I add aloe vera juice, not the sugary one with the pulp. I add pure aloe vera juice that you can get at Walgreens or CVS, and it basically it tastes like a little bit of lemon in your water, and then I add a little Lakanto and I squeeze some lemons in there. 
and then I add an electrolyte replacement called Electromix. It's a sugar-free salt and magnesium and calcium without the calories and without the poisons that Gatorade has in it. Um, so I make, gosh, now that I have a gallon of water a day, Colin said, why stop? So I don't stop. I've been doing a gallon of water a day even though I've lost all the weight. And it really helps to add the aloe vera juice. It's good for your skin on the inside and out. And it makes you think, oh, I'm having something other than water all the time. Um, let's talk about kale. <laughs> I love kale. And I work in a restaurant where they hand rub the kale with coconut oil. They massage the kale. The benefit of massaging kale is it brings the enzymes to the surface of the kale leaf and it makes it more easily digestible. So it really helps because you can make kale chips that taste like potato chips. And you just need a tiny bit on your hand. And when you bake it in the oven with a little salt and pepper and paprika, you have a P2 potato chip, but it's made from kale. And also hand rubbing the kale will make your kale digestible without cooking it. So when you have it raw in your P2 programming. But most of these things that I'm sharing with you will be for after the protocol is over. You can add fast oils, dairy back into your diet, especially if it's raw dairy and raw oils, because it won't make you gain the weight. People, please listen. Fat doesn't make you fat. Carbs and sugar make you fat. Even one Cheerio, when they say with one gram of sugar in a serving of Cheerios, plain Cheerios, not honey nuts, that one gram of sugar is nothing, you're thinking. But... How did that indigestible wheat kernel from the field, that's genetically modified, by the way, how did that turn into a Cheerio circle that's digestible by humans? Imagine the processing that has to happen to go from field to your mouth. And all the carbohydrates from whatever grains, as soon as it hits your bloodstream, your body has to turn it into sugar to be digested. So your bland-tasting, horrible-tasting, one gram of sugar Cheerio bowl is going to turn into sugar in your body and spike your insulin. So that's the Cheerio myth. I call it the scam, the Cheerio scam. Since I've eaten raw natural oils, the rosiness is back in my cheeks. I have rounded breasts. And I have a rounder booty again without the weight gain. So what I'm saying is because you're off of all sugar and you're off of all carbs and you're off of all fat during the protocol, you may look sallow, you may look a little unusual, your eyes may look extra big and the rest of your face extra small at the end of your protocol. But then as you add the fat back into your system, the parts that are supposed to have rosiness and a little bit of fullness will, but you won't gain the weight again, and you'll look even more ripped because you're going to be shiny from the inside as well as the outside. Okay, I want to talk about families, birthdays, holidays, and your support system. Can't your family support you? Can't they love yourself? Can't they love you? Can't they say, okay, this is the track you're on. We're on the same freeway. I'm in a different lane, but I'm going to enjoy the lane you're in, and I'm not going to cut you off, and I'm not going to sabotage you. You need to love yourself 
more than you love the food. And you need to tell the family and friends around you, I know it's my birthday. I want a salted water with lemon. I don't want a strawberry daiquiri with whipped cream. Thank you for the love. And you know what? Once you do that enough, they're going to start rolling their eyes. Oh, here she goes again. And they'll shut up about it and they'll jump on your track or they'll be quiet when you're not eating what they're eating. Usually they get affected in a good way, I would say. Don't you think, Colin, the rest of your family is jumping on board with you? Oh, yeah. it's you, you have to lead and they will follow. But usually the reason why they don't is because you started not, and not finished something several times and are, they're afraid to get caught up into your dis- disappointment. But once you show them you're serious and you show consistency, they'll jump on the bandwagon. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Last year when I was on Colin's show, I was taking a lot of supplements. Now I have really really put down the ones that work. And you don't know until you stop eating. I take L-carnitine. And it's in the form of carnitine tartrate. That's T-A-R-T-R-A-T-E. If you get a capsule form with a carnitine tartrate inside of it, you need three grams a day or more. And it is a fat burn. You can get this at NutraBio.com. I take cayenne pepper. Capsule. And a day. And I take cinnamon caps. Ten a day. I stopped taking the conjugated lineolic acid because it's naturally found in fish and raw nuts. And, okay, let's talk about supplements. Do we need supplements? Really? Well, do we need indoor plumbing? Sure, you can go to the bathroom outside, but why do you want to? So these supplements which ensure to burn fat, it doesn't really hurt based on our modern stressed-out life. So if you're not getting enough rest, take your carnitine, cayenne pepper, and cinnamon, and that will counterbalance the stress hormone cortisol. So that's how I feel about supplements. Now let's talk about apple days. Yes, I do apple days in real life. The last time I had chocolate cake made from sugar and carbs and wheat. Gosh, it was July 14th of last year. The next day I had an apple day. No guilt. I planned for your cheat day. When you're in real life, celebrate life. 90, 10. Don't beat yourself up for the 10% that you're not eating clean and enjoy it. But then if you do have a little bit of guilt or you do have a change in your way, have an apple day. It doesn't hurt and it tastes really good and it reminds you of why you did this in the first place. Hey, Kim, real quick, I just want to add to that, that that 10% is real important that you embrace that 10%, that you actually enjoy it. Because if you deprive yourself 90% of the time or you know try to do it 100% of the time, you're just setting yourself up for a failure. So, example, when Jane and I go on vacation, we enjoy, even though we're making choices, making co- having the bartender make cocktails with stevia and find the best choices, we're still enjoying the fact we are drinking alcohol, and alcohol will make you fat if you do it enough. But the point is we're on vacation. We're enjoying it. We're embracing the moment. Then we come home, we don't drink that much alcohol. So just 
make sure you embrace that 10%. Some people even go as high as 20%, but live it. Don't feel guilty for it. Don't beat yourself up for it, like Kim says. And then if you need to, rectify it with an Apple Day. I just wanted to add that in. Go ahead. Um, Colin, I want to ask your opinion on enemas and Epsom salt. Well, what you want to know? I want to ask your opinion about, <laughs> do you believe in enemas? I actually do. I mean, not enemas and even um, going as far as we've had, you know, Janie and I both have gotten, you know, um, we got colon, colonoscopy. Well, yeah, well, not colonoscopies, but when you go and get the hydrated colon thing, when they clean out your colon, I forgot what it's called, Janie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Colonics, 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 yeah. Um, and Epsom salts, I mean, me especially having, the, you know, the, the aches and pains I get from my, my workouts, but also just as a, a way to help take the infl- inflammation out of your body. I mean, Epsom salts, has been, it's been in my house. I mean, I remember Epsom salts as a kid. That was the go-to thing my mother went to. And so it's been a part of my life for at least 45 of the 50, or actually 50 of the 52 years I've been on the planet. So um, I'm a fan of both of those. Now, the colonics, it's not something I do on a regular basis. It's probably something we would do once or twice a year. Um, but you know what? Hey, they're definitely – enemas, though, you know, I don't do that very often. I know that some people really live by them. I, I'm personally I'm a little I'm a little uncomfortable in that area, so yeah. <laughs> I don't get it done professionally. That's a pro's handle. That's a pro's handle. Yeah, exactly. I want to That's talk about mind. what is a treat versus what is a cheat. For me in real life now, a cheat is me having the chocolate cake and ice cream and planning for it ahead of time. A treat is having something that is not 100% healthful. For example, peanuts are actually a legume. They are they have a lot of carbohydrates in them. I believe they're only 7% protein. Quinoa is only 7% protein. Amaranth is only 7% protein. Beans and legumes are only 7% protein. And is it bioavailable to your body? Can you actually eat these and have it absorbed by your body? Okay, if you're in a third world country and you're starving, have your beans and rice. But it's not a complete protein. That's another fallacy that the American government and the FDA and the farmers and who's subsidizing the farmers for the soy and the wheat and the gluten and the beans and the corn. These are treats. They're not cheats. A cheat is a piece of cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory, and I'm going to enjoy it. A treat is having nuts that I roast myself in my oven and I buy them raw knowing that I'm having a nut which is a legume or having lentils. That is a treat, but it's not a cheat. And I think that we have to identify for ourselves what the difference is. And I need you to cut yourself some slack, people. Nobody will be at peak body tightness and muscle tone 100% of the time. Give yourself more love. I'm not saying to cheat every day or throw away the life style that you've recently embraced, but forgive yourself. Be proud of yourself. And if you can't be proud of yourself, do something nice for someone else. I have volunteered for a year and a half. In fact, I have my my first paying client this week. But I've volunteered for a year and a half coaching other people. And when I'm a role model for them and they're looking to me for guidance, I want to stay on my game. And it makes me feel amazing to see their transformation. 
So you'll be less likely to make deprecating choices if you're guiding someone else. And it's a really good karmic circle of loving yourself as you're loving the other person you're mentoring. I'm going to tell you a story about my friend, um, Angel. He's a busser at my restaurant. And he was homeless. He was a drug addict. He was an alcoholic. And one day, he heard a voice from God. And he gave up all those things, and he became born-again Christian. And now he has everything he needs in his life. Loving family, good job at the Hilton, wonderful wife. But through all of these things, he still cannot give up crappy food. He still cannot give up making poor choices every day. And I said to him, Angel, you are homeless. You are on drugs, alcohol. How come you can't say no to white bread and butter? I'm here for you. Use me. And he told me he's taking all of September off so that he can go away with his wife and pray on this because he needs to, he's going to do vegetable juicing for a week and then he's going to slowly get on either HCG or the only eat clean food, protein, raw veggies. And I'm going to be there to help him every step of the way. But this is the hold that food has on us. It's stronger than drugs and alcohol. Why? When you give up drugs and alcohol, you give it up. You can't have it just a little bit at a time. But you can't give up food. So that's when you have to turn to a deeper power, whatever your deeper power is. Okay. I want to talk about fitness. Five months ago, I started hot yoga. I bought one of those Groupon coupons. <laughs> and my niece dragged me in there. Now like feet. I was like, oh, how am I going to make it through a class? It's a sauna of 105 degrees and body resistance training and cardio for 90 minutes. And now I'm addicted. I go every day. I can't wait. I go to bed thinking about it. I put my outfit on the floor ahead of time. And this is before I go running or lift weights at the gym. If I don't sleep five or six hours, it doesn't bother me because when I'm done and I go to sleep, I am completely out. It's a deeper sleep. It's a delicious sleep. The only way I can describe it. And it's, it's H-I-I-T training. It's exactly what Colin has taught us. You want moments of heart rate so high followed by the blood and the oxygen rushing back into your body on those rests. Then you want another interval of high intensity followed by another 90 seconds of resistance rest and the oxygen flow because that's where the benefit happens. And I know that one of my yoga teachers kept saying it's in the trying that the benefits occur. And that's what Colin always says. It's in the trying, try, try, try. He always says, just for today, just for today. Just for today. And his wife got him a ring, and I still think he should do a jewelry company, call it Just for Today. Because it's in the trying the magic happens. What do you think about that, Colin? I love that. I mean, I'll tell you that. Uh, I, I just, just thinking about that just gets me, to, gets me to well up because I just know that 
that was our mantra for many, many years, and 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 still is. But I mean, it's a, it's a life saving, life life saving mantra in just so many different aspects of our lives. And just for today, because we all can just manage just to get through today. Um, what, when we're ever worrying about tomorrow and worried about yesterday is when we're completely in distress, and that's what causes most of the stress in our life is because we're either in the future or in the past and very, very seldom in the present. So that's why I mentioned that because the more you stay in the present, the easier it is for you to get through your journey. It's easier for you to get through your day, your life, um, is when we step out of that, it's when we're in distress. So. I hear you on that one. You just you just you just rang home again. You know, sometimes you have to hear something a couple of times before it actually kind of hits you and go, you know what, I'm gonna do that. And so, uh, from your mouth to God's ear, I'm, I'm gonna do that just for today. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do that. Just yeah. for today. I try, yep. I try. The miracle isn't the HCG. Nope. The miracle is the rapid weight loss and you relearning of how to be The miracle is you. Forming new permanent habits. The miracle is you making choices to benefit your life and the spillover, right, the cappuccino spillover into everybody else's lives that your energy touches. Now, we call it the HCG protocol because it's not a diet. A diet is temporary. This is a lifestyle. There are cancer therapies. And there are wellness therapies and disease prevention therapies and autoimmune disease therapies that are underground from 1922 on that I have discovered on the Internet and at the library, which supports Colin's HCG lifestyle. The HCG Body for Life diet is the beginning, but if you change your lifestyle and you do exactly phase three eating for the rest of your life, with the 10% time for Indian naan and a chocolate cake and a pizza on vacation, you will be happier from the inside out. And I guarantee you, if you follow Colin's eating program for life, it's not a diet. It's a mental shift. It's a spiritual shift. It's a heart shift. And you will see remarkable things with cancer, diabetes, autoimmune diseases, inflammation, arthritis. Okay, here's something I learned. Cancer feeds off of carbohydrates, and carbohydrates turn into sugar. Cancer feeds off of sugar. All the carbohydrates and sugar in our body turns the body acidic. If you eat the HCG protocol style of life that Colin and Dr. Simeons have started shifting our energy towards, and you do that permanently or next to permanently, what happens is you create an alkaline environment in the body. And when you create an alkaline environment in the body, disease, cancer, inflammatory cannot occur. I'm going to tell you a few therapies that I learned, and you can look them up online. We might have another show about it. They're free movies. One is called Gerson, G-E-R-S-O-N. It's the Gerson Therapy for Cancer. Another one is the Budwig, B-U-D-W-I-G, Therapy for Cancer. These two people live during the time, these are doctors, and they live during the time that Simeons lived, and they talked, and they shared information with each other. So while, while Simeons, Dr. Simeons was working on obesity, 
and all the things that go along with obesity, the exact same protocol eating-wise, not the shots, but the exact same protocol, the food choices, these other doctors were using for diseases, and they work. So that's what got me excited to keep on researching. There's a doctor named Simoncini. He's from Italy, and he's still alive. And he says to treat cancer with sodium bicarbonate because it creates an alkaline environment in the body. And Brzezinski out of Texas, Colin says protein, protein, protein. And I'm telling you, Colin's right. Whereas Dr. Brzezinski is treating people with two amino acids bonded together and he injects it in the cancer site. And it's missing in cancer patients. And when you administer these particular two bonds in the cancer patients, all of a sudden the cancer disappears. So I'm going to give you these names, and then you can do the research on your own, and maybe we'll do a show later about it. Dr. Gerson, Dr. Simoncini, Dr. Budwig, and Dr. Brzezinski. And it all keeps pointing back to Colin, and that's why I got excited. Every time I would do my research, they're saying, no carbs, no sugar, eat real food, nothing in a box. You can't identify what the ingredients are, and you need a dictionary. Don't eat it. Have your proteins, have your vegetables, have your raw fats, have your um, meats that are grass-fed and grass-finished, have grass-fed butter. If I eat a chicken and the chicken's eating corn and genetically modified grains, I'm eating genetically modified grains. So that piece of chicken isn't really that good for me. And here's the thing about the money part of it, okay? I'm a server in a restaurant. I don't make a lot of money. So for me to go out and spend $15 on a pound of butter, that might be a big deal. But when you give up the cereal and the crackers and the chips and the puffed rice and the Doritos and the bread and the bagels, and all of a sudden all this money shows up in your pocketbook, and you can afford that $15 pound of raw butter that will last you a month and a half because you're going to be satiated with less. What do you think about that, Colin? You know, I I got all these little buzzwords you put down so far through your talk, and it's it just it's like people don't realize, man, real food is cheaper than any the combination of all the box things you put together, and it's cheaper here in the United States, and it's cheaper abroad. And I'll tell you that when we travel abroad, we can shop in any local t- country, just like in Belize. You can buy any of their local veggies and fruits and and stuff for nothing. I'm talking literally, you could have feed ten people for ten bucks. But as soon as you start buying packaged foods that have been imported in, it's the same thing. The price the, the price skyrockets, and all of a sudden, a twenty dollar you know grocery bill goes to a hundred bucks for buying all this packaged stuff. It's the same thing here. I mean, it's like you, you eat packaged foods, you think you're saving money, but it's actually costing you not only money in medical bills, it's costing you more on your grocery bill. Real food is cheaper, believe it or not. Even or, eating organically is even cheaper in the long run. So you're right. Definitely. And, yeah, and it's cheaper on the environment because you're not supporting the DMO. Absolutely. In fact, Underground Wellness is a podcast, and Sean Croxton did a big speech on there. He's from San Diego. You guys should get together. He did a big speech on Underground Wellness, and he talks about the stock market. If all of America would stop buying grain products, 
breads, cookies, crackers, chips. If you gave up buying grains for three days, the stock market would crash. Imagine that. So you know the government is in bed with the stock market, is in bed with the farmers, and that's why the American Medical Association and the American Dietetic Association and the FDA are all on board. That's why Dr. Simeon had to leave the country and do his work in Italy for 30 years because he wasn't supporting the stuff that makes the stock market go. But if you gave up all those grain products in boxes for three days, our stock market would crash. And then they would have to change the paradigm of how we do business, of biodynamic farming, of being good to each other, of sharing the green, not just green. Ooh, that's deep. <laughs> You're doing great, and man. Want, thank you. Keep going. I also want to talk about the cost effectiveness of eating well. When you don't buy processed foods anymore, the abundance of money is available to buy real food. I already talked about that. But also, you're retraining your hypothalamus gland. When you eat real food, you will retrain your hypothalamus gland. When you finish HCG body for life, you are reshifting your metabolism by changing the hypothalamus gland. And if you continue to give it what it wants and what it needs to perform at a superior level, your metabolism will be set. It really, really will. Okay, I talked about ghee, grass-fed butter, grains not being in animals because chickens were meant to go out there and eat bugs and grass and berries. They weren't meant to eat grains. I want to share with you some other interesting um, books I've read. And every single one of these authors, every time I read their book, I'm like, oh, my friend Colin said it first. My coach Colin said it first. HCG Body for Life and Dr. Simeon said this 60 years ago. Very too funny. So, Lee Belly, William Davis, is a book that tells us to give up grains because of all the reasons that we talked about. Sugar, the Bitter Truth by Robert Lustig. It's free on YouTube and in book form at the library. Good Calories, Bad Calories is a book by Gary Taub. The Paleo Solution by Rob Wolf. The Smarter Science of Slim podcast with Jonathan Baylor and Carrie Brown. And the Underground Wellness podcast with Sean Croxton of San Diego. All of these authors, I just keep nodding my head and I say, oh, this is confirming Colin's teachings. And these are people who are older than Colin, with more letters and MDs and PhDs and scientists. They have all the data that proves that everything that Colin taught us is correct. Now, Colin, you know, may not have 30 years of data and research, but he sure has proof of his family and the 14,999 people that he's helped so far. <laughs> we, we are the data. We are the living proof. But these uh, other authors pointing back to Collins' truth, and that's with a capital T. Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about is intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting is where you don't eat for 16 hours. 
intermittent fasting is a very popular way right now to lose weight or to burn fat as you build muscle. And that is exactly what Colin and Dr. Simeon talked about. When you're done eating for the next, for, when you're done eating your dinner and you have your fruit, when you're on phase two of the HCG protocol, you're having nothing but coffee or tea or water for breakfast the next day, and then you don't eat until lunch. So, therefore, this cool, hot, hit buzzword of intermittent fasting is something that Collins told us to do before, and it works. So, some people say they don't have to, they, they can't eat breakfast, and then your doctor says breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I say full kata because HCG Body for Life doesn't promote eating breakfast. If you're starving, eat. But if you're not, don't. Your body doesn't know whether it's 2 p.m. or 2 a.m. And we all work different shifts. You know, I work till 2 a.m. I work till midnight. I work till 1 a.m. My body doesn't realize at 10 a.m. it's time to eat because my body still wants to be asleep. So, therefore, intermittent fasting works in HCG and Colin taught me first. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all you got? Are you kidding me? Excuse <laughs> me, you don't have any more? That's a lot of stuff. I, I mean, do, but that'll be like another note no, for myself. I, know. I don't think people really get, they really get how powerful the information that, that, that you laid out here. And some of it's going to land on them later. And, and I think similar to what people tell me, it's like, you know, all of a sudden listen to a podcast and they have an aha moment. I think people have had several aha moments here, but they don't realize that you've, just be, you've given them so many secrets to the biggest fear that most people have when it comes to this protocol is, yeah, what if I get success, but will I keep it off? Yeah, well, my friends praise me today and then laugh at me tomorrow. I mean, and really, that's one of the biggest, when I did a survey of my list, what is the, one of your biggest fears? Number one, you know, I think number one was I'll gain the weight back. Number two was it won't, will it work? It won't, that it won't work. So it's like what you've laid out here, all these little tidbits of information, it's a lot of information to digest. And, and Kim's going to send me the Word document. I'll turn it into a PDF and I'll attach it to my list and, back to, and send that back out to an email. So you guys you don't have to worry about writing all this stuff down or having this whole show transcribed. But um, but really, I mean, there's a ton and ton, a ton of information here. And we're talking about simple changes in your diet. They, they seem dramatic, but simple change. Like, I'll tell you right now, I, I got rid of dairy altogether because it's like, you know, it doesn't agree with me. I'm lactose intolerant, yes, but it, I just, it just puts weight on me. Now, even for me, I'm like going, hmm, you know, I, the, the rawness, the whole raw thing of the dairy – was very very eye opening to me. I'm like, well, you know what? That's very true. So there's no lactose in the in the raw milk. So what if so if I had raw, you know, went raw with my dairy and had raw cream or what have you, or even raw cheese? Because I had to give up cheese. I love freaking cheese, man. Love it. <laughs> and I had to give it up because I was like, I realized that there were certain things that were just setting my meta- metabolism backwards. And I said, you know, what? I don't want to do this yo-yo thing anymore. So I'm gonna give it up. So. I gave up a lot of stuff, and refined sugar is one of them that Janie and I just say, you know, it's not in our house. You won't find it in our house. On vacation, we'll have it, but you'll see we're running with a coconut in our hand for four miles every morning. So it's like we're preparing we're preparing for that refined sugar, you know what I'm saying? So the thing is, I love, I love that. I love that the whole concept. You said, you know what, I think the number one thing that, that's hugely important here, because we talk about, you talked about your the spiritual journey. 
And most people, especially you ladies out there, beat the crap out of yourselves every single day and have this negative, nasty conversation you would not have with your children. You would not call your kids some of the names you call yourself. You would not do the things to your children or your family members that you do to yourself. And that is more damaging than anything you could put in your mouth, period. Emotionally abusing yourself. So when Kim says, you know what? Indulge. If you're going to indulge, indulge it with an open heart. Enjoy it. If you want to prepare like, like Janie, Janie will prepare. She'll either do her spinning way before the early in the morning. We know we're going to go out to a show or go out, hang out with our friends. She's already done the spin bike or done the, done the four-mile run. And myself, because we're like, you know what? We've already paid the, paid the, we've already deposited that into our, into our bank account. Now we can go indulge. So please, if you, if you walk away from anything, please don't beat yourself. Love yourself. Don't beat the crap out of yourself. But there's a lot of buzz things here. Yeah, I was talking about nuts, and, and not all nuts are created equal. I love that. Now, we are big fans, huge, huge, huge about, you know, dehydrating our nuts and sprouting them first, then dehydrating them yeah. because that's when all the enzymes come out. So raw nuts, or even better, dehydrate, soak, as Jane would say, soak your nuts. <laughs> soak your nuts, yeah. sprout them, and dehydrate them because they're, 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 they're definitely healthier for you at that point. But anything, when you, once you roast them, you might as well just give it up. The oils, you just killed everything in it, and all you're just eating now is saturated fat. So it's, there's no, nothing good there. What else did you put down here? I have so many different scribbles here. Uh, I love when you said, you know, your family, you know, the, the, the analogy you used about, you know, getting cut off, you know, driving and being cut off by your family members. You know, this is one of the things that I get from many of my my lady coaching clients. And most of my clientele, 70% of my clientele are female or women. And the lack of support they get from home. And, and it's a challenge. It's not only is it a challenge. I mean, I have some moms that basically, you know, their family, you know, their 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 kids and their husbands are their their life, and and they they haven't learned yet how to how to, to take care of themselves or, or be a little bit more narcissistic among, amongst themselves. Some don't get a lot of support from from their significant others and and their family, you know, family makeup, and it's really hard. But ultimately, you come first in, in this journey. And you have to get a little narcissistic about it. So it is true. You do get cut off sometimes, but nothing's better than getting support. But I think what Kim said, you got to sit down with them and explain to them why it's important and why it's going to be different this time. Because as I mentioned before, um, what I've, the feedback I've gotten from the family members is that, you know what, they just don't want to be disappointed again with mom. I don't, I don't want to see her upset or disappointed that she failed again. So if they, dis, they disconnect because they don't want to deal with the emotional pain that you're going to go through. So once you show them that you're serious and you're suiting up and you're showing up every day, it doesn't take long. I mean, it takes two weeks of consistency, and they go, wait a minute, I think she's got it this time, and they'll jump on board. Um, what else would you say? Uh, treat versus cheat. Love that. I mean, these are things that are sticking in my head. You know what? When you're choosing your choosing your 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 foods that would be your ten percent foods, ask yourself: Is this a treat or is it cheat? I mean, are you actually are you actually proactively and consciously making this choice and and going to sit down and enjoy it, or are you just trying to grab something to fill a hole or to or to or to take or take the place of the stress or the fear or the anxiety you're feeling from something else going on? I mean, the best thing you can do is get silent. You know, count to three, count to five, count to ten, uh, and think mm. about your choices. Because treats are fun. Cheats come with a whole bunch of baggage, and you'll know you'll know the difference right away. Okay? Yeah, um, I clench my fist ten times. I make a fist as tight as I can when I'm at work because all those foods are tempting, and I say to myself, I love myself more than I love this food. I love myself more than I love this food. I say it ten times, and I gather 
big glass of water with lemon, and I drink that and walk away, and my coworkers will stand there and just look at me like, who is the crazy cat lady in the kitchen talking to her? <laughs> but you know what? You, there, everyone has their own little trick, and I want to have a question for you because you are a mom, okay? You are a mom. You're a wife. You're a mother. How did you navigate while you were going through your protocol the different foods that your beautiful kids had in the cabinet versus what you were able to eat? Because that seems to be a big challenge for moms out there. They find themselves making lunch for the kids and cutting off the crust, and all of a sudden they're blindly eating it. So what did you do to navigate that, Kim? Um, I made them my taskmasters. I said, I need you to keep me on track. This is your turn to be the mother and my turn to be the child. Your turn to slap me on the wrist and say, no, 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 no. So you gave them power. I gave them power, and right, now yeah. here we are a year and a half later, and one out of two kids is paleo, and one's only eating carbohydrates every other day. Yeah. I mean, so did you get that, guys? So, you know, people like you know, people like to help. Kids like to help. And, 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 I, and like, like Kim said, also, when you are helping someone else and you're focusing on, on someone else and not focusing on your own drama, it's a lot easier to, to – it's a lot happier place to come to be from. So great, great tips. You gave the kids some power to say, look, mom needs your help, so I'm giving you power to tell me, hey, mom, I thought you said you were going to eat that. Or, hey, mom, are you sure you want to eat that? Because now you can't sneak and hide and act like they, they don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and, and it, yes, and don't tell me. Don't touch that. That's good. That's good. That's real good. That's cool. Um, let's see what else stuck out to me. I mean, there's so much stuff here. I'm trying to read my own scribble. Um, you, your, 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 your um, combination. You got your L-carnitine, and you had a couple other things. So go through that. Go through those supplements again, because you minimize them down to only a few. Yes, I only take three supplements a day now. Besides, um, you know, all my aloe vera juice, water, my gallon of water a day. I take right. L-carnitine in the form of carnitine. Tartrate, right? Three grams a day, so I pop five of those pills three times a day, and it's in the powder form, which is bioavailable to the body. It's a pharmaceutical grade carnitine, and that burns fat, and it reduces heart disease. It uh, reduces the arteries if they're clogged. It helps circulation. Phlebotomy is not going to be necessary. All your veins will be really clear. I also take. Cayenne pepper capsules right, from Swanson right. Health Foods. I buy the highest amount that I can per capsule, which is 100,000 spicy units. And right. I take 10 of those a day after a meal because otherwise it will burn a hole in your gut. And I right. take 10 cinnamon capsules a day, the highest. Those are good for cholesterol circulation because a lot of times people get cold when they give up fat. So while you're on phase two, I started sleeping with gloves, a heating pad. Yes. I was wearing a hat. I was not very sexy on P2 as I was getting sexy in my looks. I was not very right. sexy in my attire. So I started taking all these heat things, carnitine, cayenne pepper, and cinnamon will heat you up from the inside out and burn fat permanently. So if I do have a cheat, I don't get stressed out and create cortisol to hold on to that fat. I just take my supplements every day, and I'm good to go. Right. So, guys, you, know, you understand, you have some of the top bodybuilders in the world that are taking a prescription drug called um, Clembutrol, which actually increases your increases their body temperature just like one or one degree, like barely anything. 
But that little increase in their body temperature increases their fat metabolism by 10%. So it's the same concept, guys. You're taking, you're taking supplements that actually heat up your body temperature, you speed up your metabolism. And so if you're doing all these things, moving towards one common goal, your body becomes this fat-burning machine. So actually, so any of these slight indiscretions you have in your diet, your body actually takes, that, take that, takes those calories in and actually burns them up versus trying to store them away. This is after you've gone through the entire process. And, we, and I think Kim pointed out that and make it very clear that this is, you know, we're talking about eating to live, you know, the phase four of life. And, um, and, and, and that's really important because that's where most people got, got left hanging, Right. Even though we, and we gave you a phase, phase four in our book on how to actually navigate phase four to figure out what foods your body liked and what foods your body didn't like. And we're actually in the process now. We're actually putting, out, putting together a plan for phase four. And that's why these tips right here are hugely important because of the fact that it's something that everyone can implement very, very easily into their diet. A couple of little supplements here, a couple of taking out a couple of things, putting in a couple of things. And all of a sudden you realize, you know what? You know, life doesn't have to be completely miserable. You know, it's funny that we, Janie and I went to um, went to Belize, and we had, like, the most amazing pizza we ever had in our entire life. It was a lobster pizza. And it was lobster and bacon and goat cheese um, and, I, I think, onion. And it was, the most, I, I, it was the most amazing thing we ever had. <laughs> but it did have the, you know, the bread crust, you know, the gluten crust, I guess. And that was one of the things we went, you know what, this is not something we could actually – do eat on a regular basis at home, no matter how good it tasted. So we said, okay, well, let's see if we can duplicate it by by actually making your protein, you know, your protein crust, or she has a crust that she makes out of cauliflower, putting the lobster, fresh lobster tail, putting the you know the fresh uh, organic bacon, putting in the goat cheese, doing the whole thing, and the pizza was phenomenal. Okay, phenomenal, and not even not even a tenth of the, the calories, and it still it still had. Great deal. I mean, almost the exact same flavor minus the texture of the crust. So that's some of the things that we do in our life. We go, we go someplace. We have something really exquisite and nice. And we go, how can we duplicate this to make it better? I have some friends of ours, you know, the Julianas. They do the same thing. What Kim's telling you here are other practical things that you can implement and put into your diet that kind of makes you feel like you're living, but you're not, and you're not, be, you're not depriving yourself of stuff. Does that make sense? Yes. So. Janie and I made cauliflower crust pizza on the exact same day, and we sent each other pictures. We were so psychically connected. I was like, oh, my God, I'm making a cauliflower pizza, and it was my first time doing paleo pizza, and she sent me a picture like an hour later, and here's our lobster cauliflower yep. crust pizza yep. in the Isn't same day. And if you use raw cheeses made from raw dairy, you will not have a reaction. Right. And, and oh, I, I was organic today. from Whole Foods, so it was it was definitely yeah, the, you know, so it was great, and, that, and that's cool. And see, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of the thing we're trying to get. That it's not, it, it seems very overwhelming to kind of go, oh, I have to change my lifestyle. But I got to tell you, you know what? There's a certain part. I tell you, I, I've, I've heard you probably heard me say if you heard my previous podcast that you know the HE protocol is a it, there's a blessing and a curse that comes from getting the body of your life because once you've seen it, you can't exactly close your eyes to it. And you can't exactly forget how it feels to have people look at you in complete awe and go, what in the heck? Do you, you don't, I don't understand. No, you don't understand. I, I just saw you a month or so ago. How did you possibly look the way you look right now? And all of a sudden, you have, the curse is, is that you kind of go, oh, my God, you know, I want to stay this way. But you have to have a game plan. Otherwise, it's very challenging. Don't, don't think I knocked this thing out of the park the very first time and never gained an ounce again. 
I said, there was a reason why we were experimenting. I was like, you know what, there's got to be an easier way to do this. But guess what? It was a challenge. In the very beginning, it was a challenge. It was easy. Then all of a sudden, I got cocky, and I went, oh, no big deal. Then I started playing with my HRTs, and I, and I was, oh, that's okay, well, I, I'm just getting bigger. No, you know what? I had to start to go, had to draw a line in the sand. That's what Kim's talking about. There's certain things that she has drawn in the sand and said, I'm not eating them. They're, I'm, they're like extremely rare that I will eat them, like that chocolate cake with refined sugar. But I am choosing proactively that 90, 90 to 95% of the time, it all depends on your environment and what you're doing, that I'm going to eat a certain way that my body enjoys and does not react to. And think yeah. about it. If your body reacts react to rock chocolate. Up, oh, yeah. You know, if you, if you I react to stuff, you got I gas. I buy rock chocolate. Yeah. They make you, rock you, chocolate bars. You buy raw chocolate, why? You can buy raw chocolate Delicious varieties from Lulu, L-U-L-U. I sent you guys some in the mail. Lulu's raw yeah. chocolate without sugar, and it doesn't have the stuff that's going to give you diarrhea. It's made from coconut sugar, zero on the glycemic index, very low calorie, raw sugar with all the good properties that chocolate has, like the coffee, the good fats without any of the bad stuff, and you're having your chocolate treat for 70 calories. Yep. That was great chocolate. We had that in Belize, and you know Belize is like the chocolate factory of the world. <laughs> but, they, but they use, but they use, you know, unprocessed. I mean, they're using straight up, you know, sugar cane juice that they dehydrate in the sun and then put it in their in their chocolate. So it's not processed in in the way they would normally be processed in the mill. But still, I mean, that chocolate we had that chocolate in our refrigerator. And we were like biting that, having a piece of that stuff, like a like, you know, just a chunk of it, like every day until it was gone. So it was, you know what? I tell you, you you'd be surprised at how these little treats go along. Like, okay, let, we had about twenty one minutes, so I want to open up the lines if anybody's got any questions. Um, yeah, pretty decent decent amount. So yeah, the guys, how the, if you have questions, um, and some of you have your you've already pressed one and your hands up, so you may not know it that your hands up. But press one on a, one on your phone, throw your hand up, um, and if you have a question for Kim or myself, just let us know who your question who your question directed to. If it's directed to both, that's fine too, and then. Um, Tell these questions. So now some of you just pressed one and your hand went down again. So <laughs> don't know if you had it up or not. So okay. So a couple are up here. I'm going to take them in the order that they're listed on my on my uh, list here. So I don't accidentally turn off Kim's mic because she's called in as a guest as well. So the first caller, we only can identify you by your your telephone number prefix and the first three numbers of your, of your telephone number. So two five three four two six. You are live and on the air. Hi, Colin. I have a question, and this may sound a little weird, but um, <clears throat> on P3, um, if you're like, if you're like um, a little bit over on your on your your like two pounds, like more than two point one pounds over, and then like later on, pretty close to it, you have a bowel movement, and then you re-rate yourself, and you end up being below that. Do you can you still like do you still have to do a steak day or is it okay because you're under that two pound thing? I would I would say that you're fine if you're that close and and within an hour or so you end up having a elimination and you're you you're, you've come back under that line uh, then I would not stress out over over the steak day personally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you're weighing yourself later in the day after jogging four miles, I mean that wouldn't be a real indication. But usually, but the rule of thumb is though, if you are over uh, even that 2.01, and this is, I think this is a, an interesting situation, interesting question. But um, what do you think, Kim? Would you would you do the steak day? No, I would not. I don't eat red meat at all. But um, I would do a protein, a protein day. day. Or a protein day. 
I would I would give yourself a hot Epsom salt bath. I would drink maybe a gallon and a half of water. I would give myself a little extra sit up and do the plank. And then I would watch a good movie and go to bed early and see what happens tomorrow after your bowel movement. All right, right. Okay, if, great. <laughs> if you're next, if the next day you're over, then you just you you you, you know what you got to do. Well, that's a good question because yeah. I think there's a lot of people okay. that actually been in the situation don't know what to do. So, thank you. What was your name? You didn't say. Oh, this is this is Peggy Sue Vaughn Geronda. Peggy Sue. All right. Thanks yeah. for calling in. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. Next caller. All right. Next person on the line, 843-prefix-467. You're on the air. Hey, Colin. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? Hello. Um, this is Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Who's your question um, yes, for? I've spoken, yes, I've spoken with you a couple of times concerning um, people who have a lot of weight to lose, how you said that it's okay that we stay on ACD longer um, because mm-hmm. it benefits for us who are who are um, a lot overweight to stay on it, the protocol. Mm-hmm. But my question to you is, um, like the last co- the last person who was on the line when it said when well, you're into P3, and um, if I want to stay on maybe about two or three months, do you recommend that? I remember asking you that. I think you said you did. But what happens when you are a lot overweight and you go into P3 and you go above or under the two pounds? Do you recommend for me to just keep losing in P3, or do I have no. to stay in that? In that no, I'll give you my answer, and if, and if Kim, if you have a different approach or thought thought on this, then let me let you know. This is my this, and this is the very interesting question for people that have a lot of weight to lose. Number one, I do endorse wholeheartedly. While you're in the journey, while you're in the zone, take take it for as long as you can take it to until you know until you to, until you can so you can lose as much weight as as you can within that first round because it gets it gets subsequently more difficult to do. And the only thing I, my, I think that when you throw in when you throw in the towel to go into phase three, if you're getting if your if your body's no longer responding to the protocol, or if you're getting diet fatigue, dieters fatigue, where you're just you're just no longer enthusiastic and you're tired and you're just done with it, it's time to move on to phase three. But once you do the move in the phase three, this is this is my belief system. Your body has a memory point from where you just left. So if you were on the protocol for three months, for example, and you lost sixty pounds. Your body still, because your hypothalamus has not been, been recalibrated, it still believes that you are at whatever weight you started. And this is my theory, and not everybody may agree with it, but my theory is that if you do not stabilize in phase three, your body is going to now see, try to seek the level of, of weight that you left as you're trying to se- seek a new level below that, and you're going to have some resistance because it's not locked in at your new weight. So by you taking phase three very seriously, regardless of how much more weight you need to lose, you're basically telling your body and your hypothalamus, look, I am, I am 60 pounds lighter than I was three months ago. This is my new yeah. weight. And until I get to the 60 pounds lighter than this, this is what I want you to remember. By doing that, it makes it a lot easier for you to, to continue to lose weight and go, go to the next stage. And that's my opinion. What's yours, Kim? Anything different? I 100% agree. And I think that it's easier to stay on P2 as long as you can. And when your mind is like, I'm totally done, then you can go into P3 and then go P3, go back to P2. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah, I found I found psychologically dealing with a lot of people that there's no fun in going to phase Phase, from phase two to phase three, and most people don't didn't stabilize well until they had a roadmap to do so. Then go into phase four without any kind of roadmap whatsoever, just trying to navigate the minefield with none of Kim's tips here, none of my phase four tips. 
they're trying to believe in the you know the the other theories that you can just go back to eat whatever you want and all of a sudden they gain back 10 15 20 pounds of the 20 or 30 pounds they lost and now they're starting another another round you know 10 pounds or 12 or 15 pounds in the hole psychologically it's emotionally it's depressing and what happens it takes the wind out of that next round so you want to you want to keep your net losses as close to your net losses as possible as you as you enter another round so that's why i recommend phase 3 then back to phase 2 like kim said I- I believe phase four is phase three ninety percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then have a treat once in a while. That's how I live my life. I live my you life. What, I don't Kim? count calories. Yeah. I live phase three life, and once in a while I'll have that carb. Once you know in what? a while That's I'll have you... something off protocol. You, you know what? What you you just made life simple for a lot of people, because really, that says it all. Really, it says it all. It's like it's like having it's like eating. Eating phase three Monday through f- Saturday and having a cheat day, mm-hmm. you know, it's like okay. it's really that that'll do a lot less damage to your body. And actually, believe it or not, your caloric intake will be so much lower than your BMR anyway that you will continue to probably lose weight even with that carb cycling uh, high cheat day or cheat meal. So try yeah. it, guys. You know, you don't know you won't know that that's what what works and what doesn't work until you actually do something and try different. So great question. Thank you very much for that. Let me know the next caller. All right. Um, and if you ask, if you have your question answered, please put your push one and put your hand down again, please. Um, next caller seven eight six three nine. Well, you just jumped three nine nine. You're on the air. Hello. Yes. Hi, uh, Colin. First of all, I want to thank you for helping us to go through this journey. And I have a question. I'm in phase three, and I'm trying to do it as much as I can to do it right. But my question is, if I go on phase four, and they say you can go up or down two pounds, how about if I want to start working out? Like, how do I know if I gain the weight because of the muscle or I gain weight? Can I still lose more weight after? Like, can I do phase three, the two phase three, and then start dieting but not the ACG and still lose more weight? Okay, I'm I'm trying to get the question in my head, because you kind of bounce a little bit. So say that again. So phase, you're saying phase three. You, phase three. You, you said, you, yeah, you don't. You can't go up or down two pounds. But when you go to phase four, what was your question about phase four? Can you continue to? Oh, were you worried about? Will you be gaining muscular fat as you're working out? Was that your question? How yeah. Do you know like, how do I know? Okay. Yeah. Kim, you want to? I, I have an answer. Do you want to ask that first, Kim, and then I'll answer it after you. Yeah, I I believe that phase four, I'll say it clearly, I believe that phase four is phase three eating, just adding more of phase three items. And therefore, if you do gain weight, take a look at the measurements on your tape measure or take a look at how how your clothes fit you. I've gained weight. It's been a year and a half. I gained seven pounds of muscle, but I'm ripped and I'm now size four. So... Did I gain seven pounds? Yes, I gained seven pounds of muscle. But it takes a long time to gain seven pounds of muscle, about a year yes. or yes, more. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. That's a, that's a and home run. And my other question was, let's say I finished phase four, and I I know that you are allowed to eat a little bit better, but I want to lose more weight, but I don't want to, like I want to do it now with the ACG. Would I gain that weight back if I lose any weight? After finishing phase three? 
No, and I think what you're what you're saying, if I understand, is that once you finish phase four, you want you want to go back to losing weight in the conventional the conventional way, just by diet yeah. and exercise. And you, if you if you if your diet is like like Kim says, phase three with a couple of a couple of you know uh, added things once in a while, and you're exercising on a regular basis, um, you will lose additional weight. It'll come off extremely extremely slow slowly. And most people, and I'll speak for myself included, it's like once you kind of lost, if you have, say, for example, you've, you've lost most of your weight, but you still have about 20, 25 pounds left. And you're like, you know what, I'm just going to do the rest on my own. It's been mm-hmm. my experience that because of the rapid way in which you lose weight through HCG and the combination of the foods and, and how it works, when you try to lose weight conventionally just by diet and exercise alone, the sheer slowness of it causes a great deal of frustration. So because you're like going, wait a minute, why I should be dropping two, three, four pounds a week. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Your body doesn't respond that way. Um, so most people just can't deal with it emotionally. But if you're a person that understands what's going to happen and you just want to take that road, um, diet, a clean diet and exercise, as long as your basal metal, as long as your calorie intake is below your basal metabolic rate, in which the rate your body burns calories, as long as you're not overloading your body with calories, you will lose weight. You know, basically based on the national average of two to three pounds a week, and 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 that's and that that's okay. Then that's that's perfectly fine. And that will not damage the resetting of my body in this weight that I'm that I'm doing now. That will not. Damage no, the only no, the only thing that damages your reset point is you constantly abusing your body's ability to process the amount of calories you're taking in. So if you're constantly taking in too many calories on a daily basis and your body can't burn those calories and is forced to store those calories again, that is when you're going to basically force your body to gain weight, which is going to knock out the cal- the recalibration of your hypothalamus. So ultimately, it's actually more challenging than people think it is because your body's going to resist. And that's what what Kim said about the tape measure is probably the most spot-on thing answer she could have mm-hmm. given you because that scale is going to change. And you're going to look on it, and you're going to start telling yourself, you know, I'm working out, I'm gaining muscle. When you're gaining five pounds in a, in a you know, a three- or four-week period, you didn't gain five pounds of muscle in most cases, 99% of the cases, unless you're taking something anabolic to help that happen. So in essence, you're going to fool yourself, and guess what happened? Your, your clothes are going to fit the same. They're going to fit the same. The tape measure, on the other hand, is going to start creeping up. And all of a sudden, it's going to be a, your waist is going to be a half inch bigger. Your hip's going to be a quarter inch bigger. Your thigh is going to be a quarter inch thicker. And that's clear, a clear indication to you that you're actually gaining weight, unless you're doing some heavy squats on your legs. But usually the waist and the hips when they're starting to grow like that, it's not because you're gaining muscle there, okay? Abs are, abs, you know, and six-pack is not going to give you a bigger waist. So the scale will lie to you. The tape measure will never lie to you. So don't try and fool yourself. Like Kim said, seven pounds of muscle, it took her a long time to pack on seven pounds. Of muscle. And, that, and that's crazy muscle for a woman, seven pounds, okay? So don't let them fool you. If your scale is climbing four, three, four, five, six pounds, you didn't gain muscle. You're gaining fat. Okay, okay? thank you yeah. so much. Thank Great question. I want to also... I want to also add, we have about seven minutes. I also want yeah. to add that I was I was jogging today, and I, I you you get your godlike moments, and you get your advice in the middle of the night. I get mine when I go running. And today I was jogging, and I listened to a song by an artist named Cresette Michelle, and it was called Let Freedom Reign, R-E-I-G-N. And I thought the play on words also, to me, it meant Let Freedom Reign, R-A-I-N. You people are the captain of your own ship, okay? 
It's in our Constitution of the United States. And it didn't say, let freedom reign and you are the captain of your own ship only if you're white or only if you're black or only if you're fat or only if you're diabetic or only if you're handicapped or only if you have cancer. You're the captain of your own ship. You take control of your life. And the people that aren't in the United States and they're listening to this show and they're in oppressed nations where they don't have those constitutional rights but let their personal freedom rain down on them like shiny raindrops that are sparkling and loving and giving from the inside out. The only thing they have is the power of their personal actions to take control of their body, to take control of what they put inside them, to take control of their thoughts and feelings. That's the only freedom that's raining on them. So I'm saying we have to be, this is really a a first world problem. This obesity thing, this disease thing, we don't have a third world problem. We're lucky that this is a first world problem. Oh, I'm so fat. Oh, I'm diabetic. Oh, I'm this, oh, I'm that. I'm not saying it's your fault, but you're the captain of your own ship. Take your freedom and enjoy being the captain of your own ship and let freedom reign. Amen. Amen, sister. Amen. I think we have one great show. I think we have one more caller, and then we're going to close the show out because we got five five minutes. So I think I didn't answer this one. Let me know if you did. Two five three four four nine. Did you already answer your question? Hello. Yes. Two five three four four nine. Yes. Hi, Colin. It's Dolores from Washington State. Hey, Dolores, another superstar. <laughs> what's, what's going on? Uh, well. You know, I'm so thrilled to hear Kimberly on the show. Kimberly, I'm a big fan, uh, and I listen to your uh, uh, blog talk radio over and over again. Uh, But I have a question. I'm close to losing 100 pounds here, and uh, I want to become ripped. And I need to know, when do you know you can stop the uh, phase two and go into phase three? I mean, when do you – what are the real true indicators saying that you've burnt the fat? Because I don't want any hidden fat where it starts coming back again. Because I understand it's like a cancer that will abuse <laughs> and that, uh, you know, that starts to repopulate itself, you know, and I don't want it to repopulate itself. So how do I know that I've gone as low as I can go? Ask Kimberly, did you ever hit, did you hit the wall, Kimberly, or did you, did you just stop and go, okay, I'm, I'm where I need to be? When you can't get out of bed and you're freaking starving and you go, oh, my God, if I don't eat an entire duck with the skin on right now, I am going to punch a <laughs> hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I got Danny up there screaming and hollering. She's like, yeah, that's it. Okay. You know, the wall too, so, so that's that's uh, that's pretty much it, Dolores. I mean, and, and, I, and I don't I don't want to skate this under the, under, the, under the rug here because – Literally, I just emailed, she emailed me today. She's two point, was it two point three pounds from breaking the one hundred pound mark? Two point yes. three on ATG. And how many months wow. did that take you, Dolores? Oh gosh, uh, it was a total of eight months, and I had one month of a of a, pay, a phase three, a phase four in there. Right. So, wow. so it's, in my opinion, very rapid. Yeah, because I could never, I could never lose weight. I mean, I was even a raw foodist for two years and still over a hundred pounds overweight. So, for me, this is just a miracle. Yeah, I mean, Dolores is. I, I say she's one of my superstars because this is this woman has got. Uh, she's very much like you, Kim, as far as just telling me what to do and I'll do it. And I asked. I remember asked. I remember that. And, it, and I, I remember it struck me that I emotionally, I got emotional when I asked her this question. I said, Dolores, what's your goal weight? Where do you see yourself? And and what was your answer to me? 
Do you remember? I have no idea. <laughs> I have never been under uh, 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 200, pounds. 200 pounds. Yeah, she said, I have yeah. no idea. I don't ever remember being under 200 pounds. And how much do you weigh today? Today I am at 153. And what did you start with? What did you start at? I started at 250. Wow. Now, that crazy stuff, people. And you try to tell me that there's nothing else on the planet that can transform trans, you know, transform somebody's life like that in, what, seven months. But I got to tell you, it takes the dedication. This woman's dedication is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. She's got a high-stress job. I'm talking it's not an easy road to suit up and show up every single day and stick on that journey. I just want to give you props. I tell her, she inspires me. Every time I email her, she emails me, I talk to her, I get inspired because it just shows me that, you know, it changes. I get freaking choked up. It changes people's lives. So thank you so much for being on the call, Dolores, because I, I just get so excited every time I talk to you because that's just crazy. 100 pounds, man, that's just crazy. And and I just remember, I don't remember being under 200 pounds. I remember when we were pushing up against, so you're going to break the 200 pounds. You're going to get ready to break the 200-pound uh, mark. And now we're talking about buck fifty something. I mean, seriously, it trips me, me out. I, okay, thanks for being here, man. Awesome. So, thank you, thank right, you. Yeah, and I, I, we got one minute, one minute. So I want to give my dedication here to Kim for just doing an amazing job. So let me close your line here. Um, those of you that will listen to this call after here who weren't here live will realize that this woman has changed your life. Okay, that she's giving you things that you'll be able to navigate minefields that you've never been able. to navigate before just by the information that she's she shared here and the reason why she's so special is because she's just the first she's the first of what i hope to have people and leaders and mentors like her that are helping people change their life i believe dolores will be like that herself and that we can't do it alone guys we can't do it by ourselves and there's a little journey that jane and i started you know, three years ago, three and a half years ago, with a with a YouTube you know video and a podcast, has turned out to be you know thousands of people. We're we're filming our infomercial here this Saturday, exciting stuff. So Kim, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to come do this show. You're amazing, and we are all blessed to have you as part of our lives. I'm blessed to be in the community. Thank you, and I want Dolores to be your next guest host. Yes. I think that's a good, good thing. Dolores, you're going to get ready for that one, girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good night, my friend. Have a blessed night. Great job, Kim. Thanks so much. And you guys, as always, I love you bunches. Thanks for being here. Janie's screaming. Thank you, Kim. Um, We're going to see you, actually, in San Francisco, I I think, next month. We're going to see you. So next month, we're going to come hang out. So what? This month? Oh, this month. This month. Anyway, guys. Uh, remember, if you always go to www.8cgbodyforlife.com or buy8cg123.com. Uh, check out our fan page on Facebook, 8CG Body for Life Tips, and friend me on Facebook. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night, everybody. I'm going 
Different kind of pain 